Hey guys, and welcome to episode four of Dad Knows Best. I'm Harrison Mudge, and I'm with my yawning. I was hoping you wouldn't address that. Adam <laughs> I was desperately hoping you wouldn't address that, but I knew you would, oh and you tell us to keep rolling. Gosh, this is a show where one current dad of two, mostly mostly great, are here. Children, two young boys. <laughs> Their dreams most of the time. <laughs> and one now uh, father-to-be, which is very exciting, where we just get on the mics, chew the fat, chat shit, talk about what it's really like to be a dad. And we just hope our wives never listen. Well, I do. I think you've always been super respectful. I think I've dropped some bombs in the past. <laughs> I just hope sorry never listen to this. No. Um, Harry, so I guess from my side is... Your life is way more interesting than mine right now from a kid perspective. Uh, so yeah, yours are practically looking after themselves now, right? Uh, I hope so, because no one else is. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, please don't call child support. Um, yeah, Sarah's currently just out having cocktails. And, and I'm at work recording podcasts <laughs> with you all day. Um, the key, the, the key I, un- I understand the key to looking after children when they can hold their heads up is to just leave enough food out and then they'll just figure it out. It's like cats. Just leave a load of food. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. Uh, well, the good thing about cats is well, they, they, they can go for days, but they always come back. That's You've be- just got to have that confidence. <laughs> that's, be- that's because there's some old woman three doors down that's just feeding, the, feeding every cat in the neighborhood. In actual fact, we have neighbors that obviously have a cat themselves, but they just leave... The, they leave the little saucepans of food and milk or whatever out and I've got every fucking cat in the neighborhood <laughs> coming around eating their food and shitting on my uh, flat, <laughs> flower beds outside the front of my house so that went off topic real quick <laughs> so Harry what's going on in your world right now I'm just in that let's get an update how many weeks pregnant is your beautiful wife? Uh, that is a great question by the way I've complimented your wife on the podcast <laughs> more than my own uh, I would say that she's, uh, <laughs> we're at, we're at, we must be at like 14, nearly 15 weeks now. So what's the, on, on the pregnancy front, what's the next big thing? You've got the scan at 20 weeks? Uh, yep. Yeah, so the scan is 18th of June. Um, the date? I didn't know that. So yeah, so that's the date. So I need to, <laughs> I need to book that morning off work, boss. Um, yeah, so that's coming soon. So I'll, so that's exciting. Yep. Um, that's where you find out the, the sex of the baby. Yep. And um, you're going to find out, I don't know if we've put it off previously, you're going to find out the sex of the baby. Yeah. Yeah. And here's something interesting as well. So we, because Emmy had, Emmy mentioned the idea about doing a, um, a gender reveal celebration. Like if you, if you go on Facebook. <laughs> Sounds like it's after more gifts. <laughs> there's like, there's loads of videos of where, um, where what they've done is they've got someone to write the gender of the baby down on a piece of paper and put it somewhere, whether it's in a card or in a balloon and you pop the balloon and it's like either blue or pink to know what the, like whatever creative way you can think of saying it's a boy or it's a girl. Yeah. Um, but from my understanding of what Emmy was telling me, because she's the one looking into it, is if you go to just a regular scan NHS, they won't write it down because they don't want to be responsible something to do with they, they don't want to be oh, liable okay. for saying that it was a boy because the scan's obviously not 100% perfect it can be misread misinterpreted but they so we couldn't go and say oh we want to know write it down because we want to keep it a secret until my birthday celebration for example are you asking me to come to the scan 
Well, that was the only other. That's the. That's oh, I was a, being sarcastic. I know, Is that I know, a real no, thing? That's, I wasn't going to ask you no, but that, as I was saying, I realised that we could just get a third person to come to it. But yeah, but that would be weird for you because you're in the room mm. and you've got yeah. the thing. I'd, the I'd rather just. <laughs> and you've got someone you know going. <gasps> Give me the paper. Yeah, but like he's or she's gonna be no. So we're just we're just gonna find that agenda. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. Do you guys both agree on that? As in, like, yeah, did both, one of we, you want to? No, we both know? we both want to know. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't want to, as we discussed before. Um, have we done yeah. on the mic? So did we? Do yeah, we did. we did. Okay, we did, Carl, yeah. I, I forgot because we talk so much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to remember what hasn't been said. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, where Em is at right now is she's uh, feeling less sick in the mornings, okay. which is which is good getting a bit more achy don't know if that's a thing or whether she's just not sleeping in the right position at the moment but that brings me on actually to one thing that I wanted to talk about is she's basically replaced me with something else and it's a nine foot pregnancy pillow oh my god it, I remember these it's a fucking giant a horseshoe of a pillow <laughs> and there's basically four of us in this goddamn bed now because obviously Frank's been sleeping in the bed which we used to do and we're now slowly making him sleep in his bed which he's already picked up because we started doing it before but I'm like oh I want my pooch with me but now this friggin pregnancy pillar's in the bed I'm like teetering on the edge she's it goes all the way around her yeah, so she has it on her it makes total sense but it ha- she, it supports her back and then supports her head keeps her spine straight but then she can spoon it like it's a real person so then I'm just there, <laughs> Billy no mates in bed. Um, so that's fun. Yeah, I might be wrong. I might be wrong on this in terms of the length of time, but I think Sarah still used it after <laughs> now. <laughs> it's been three years. It's the perfect divide in the bed. No, no, no. Um, but for a couple of months afterwards, I think it's just, they kind of get used to it. It's just good support. Yeah, well, she, uh, I agree. I assume it is good support, but she's been starting to talk about how she's getting a lot of these aches and things. And I don't know if it's like, cause we can all sleep funny and wake up a bit like, Oh, my yeah. shoulder or whatever. Like I, I wake up many a time with my arm, like on the bedside table dead. And it's like, Oh my God, <laughs> I can't do anything with it. Um, but that's just me. But so I don't know if she's just sleeping a bit funny, but she seems to be like she had, um, so she travels for work. And she started getting like a, what feels like a sciatica kind of pain down one side, like a lower back on one side. I mean, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I can, I don't, this is, I just had this image in my head of uh, you freaking out at home because she's bought extra space on a plane to get this nine foot <laughs> pregnancy pillow. Sorry, sir. There's only two seats. The pillar's taking yours. Yeah. So, so she's, so she's hurting at the moment like and so it started off with that sciatic kind of pain yeah that kind of went away but it kept coming back every time she had to go traveling that until it got too much and she had to come home early yep and that's lingering but not too bad at the moment I don't know if Sarah's had anything like that but then she's also starting to get a bit of aches and pains in her shoulders and things and I don't know if I don't know if this is just Emmy has developed some aches and pains or if this is pregnancy aches and pains because it's pulling on a spine and all sorts of jazz yeah um sorrow was like a an old, an old <laughs> a pretzel an old, an old creaky barn door <laughs> um uh, no she uh 
and I think what it is is right now the and this is us talking about the body uh, <laughs> as if we know but I think what's happening right now is like the body's sort of like going through very fast changes in yeah. terms of like holy shit there's another person here let's support it uh, <laughs> I don't mean to make you laugh too loud and spurt the water over the place but uh, I, I honestly think this is what's all right through both times probably around the same I just remember when we went for we went for a six I think it was an early 16 week scan mm. and around yeah. that time it was very carry, <laughs> carry the stuff for me back's hurting a little bit lots of massages on the lower back that sort of thing you're looking after your wife <laughs> <laughs> not as well as that um, I guess I'll I'll look into yeah she probably needs a good rub down so 20 week scan's coming up what else like I was trying to take myself back to actually how, how far prepped were we I, mean, to be, I felt like we were pretty well prepped to be honest well, yeah yeah um, like we started thinking about like decorating the room and yeah, stuff so, like where are you on that process yeah so I <laughs> our heads are at we need to start prepping <laughs> so we're prepping for the prep um, yeah it's it's kind of one of the things it's like <laughs> we I feel need, like no one in your relationship <laughs> is taking action right now <laughs> It like we know it needs to be done, <laughs> but it's like where do you begin? And I think <laughs> we need someone to go. Look, these are the top five things you need to get sorted. If nothing else, we we'll make a good. Where's list. the baby going to sleep? <laughs> From the sounds of it, in the bush chair for nine months. <laughs> Yeah, why? Because it's that bloody expensive. Uh, well, from my understanding, <laughs> that's, the, that, that's what this show should have been called. <laughs> from my understanding, yeah. So, so as far as I'm aware, when they're <laughs> when they're zero to to six or zero to nine months, some push chairs come with a. Like one or two different types of seats. Yeah, there's three. There's three attachments normally. <laughs> yeah, so like when it's just born, it comes in like a cot, like a, like a Moses basket yeah, shaped exactly, yeah. thing. But Sorry, it's not cot. Yeah, Moses it's basket. Cot on wheels. That's a good way of saving money, actually. Um, so and apparently, because because they are super young and they don't do anything, yeah. they can they can pretty much use that for their bed and stuff. So, like we were obviously looking at like bedside mini cot things that are slim but that's like 250 quid for a bed that they're going to grow out of because it's just designed to be adjacent to your bed sort of yep. thing so are they the ones that have like the it's basically an extension to your bed it's like yeah. got three walls you latch it on we had one of those for a period we yeah. didn't actually like it that much to be honest because yeah, so, like, sorry, I, I, from my side it's like uh, see, it always used to sleep on Sorrow's side but um, is <laughs> yeah just climb over it <laughs> <laughs> oh he's lost the plot guys uh, uh, but there's for me it was it never felt that safe because yeah because it, it's one side is wide open but <laughs> precariously has a draped cloth bridging the the gap between exactly. it to, yeah. And the, yeah there's a whole other topic we can go to another day as well mm. I guess when your baby arrives in terms there's of sa like, safety and things safety and just the level of sleep you don't get because mm. you worry about mm. stupid shit oh, okay. like it's just yeah, so you so, want to hear every breath, and it's like, yeah. oh, I just want to sleep. Yeah, well, uh, I'm thinking of getting like a camera, cam, a baby cam monitor thing, so you can see and stuff like that. Okay, uh, but yeah, so on, on like the on the cot bed pushchair situation, obviously we just went we went to to 
mother care over the weekend just to kind just to at least not to sponsor this show no nope. yet not yet i'll bleep that out until they do sponsors <laughs> um but just to have a look to see that world and just because because like you never wander down a baby aisle accidentally normally do you so you don't really you no. never really exposed to that sort of thing so we went down there had a look and there's all sorts of push chairs some are some are clearly different to others you've got the four wheel you've got the three wheel then you've got the ones that are like portable the ones that are a bit more robust but all those variants aside they all do the exact same thing as far as i'm aware they all in mother care in the in the in the beep care range <laughs> um they all did basically the same thing it was just like the material that made them varied and the price went from like 350 to 1500 pounds that's no different to like a car though like they all do the same thing it'll get you from a to b yeah i guess my question or my assumption was because it is a more of a functional thing mm-hmm. i didn't sort of see it obviously a car's a functional thing because it gets you from a to b but when you so in the same scenario when i'm breaking it down it's like these all come with yeah, three okay. different seat options they all all fold down they all have four wheels that spin at the front or you can lock them in we are looking like, at going, i must be missing something the feature set was exactly the same on yeah, all of them okay. but the price was hugely different i thought that with the 1500 pound or the 1100 pound one it comes as someone to push the baby <laughs> <laughs> it comes with an au pair to follow you around all day so like but it so so I, I obviously straight away i could tell okay so we're paying for brand here clearly but name five brands I have no idea. Uh, own brand, Mother yep. Care. <laughs> um, I still don't know. And I then could... there was Silver Line. Uh, it sounds familiar. Which which was like, there was £1,100 Silver Line. Are one. they the four wheel big things? This was no different. Like, that's oh, that's the okay. weird thing. Like, don't get me wrong. The the fabrics and the handle, the handle had like a faux leather. Uh, and then the fabric was like a nicer... Uh, is it like a heather grey is that how you describe it so rather than it being a straight grey it was like a had a bit more texture look to yep. it and it looked nice and obviously different materials but to go from 350 for Mother Care's own just own one which was very functional it didn't feel cheap or or, or yep. anything like that so wow that's gone from like functional and that's the sort of expected price to like the Range Rover equivalent that does nothing more and is not really justifiable and like only mums are repping the silver line brand to other mums i'm not bad at life but i wanted to just take this down the reason that this was interesting to me as a topic for the show Mm. was less around the push chairs and more around the fact that what happens with women (laughs) we've just lost half (laughs) of the audience i'm surprised we had half an audience is the uh they say they're really logical Mm. And they are to a point. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Have you got to the point yet? Because I know that Emmy is sensible. Emmy's Emmy's been pretty savvy so far. She's because again because we've only just started looking at the pushchair things. It, it feels like a bit of a minefield anyway. Like what? Like so. One of our questions is what do we need to look out for? So we need to spend a bit of time with someone that's had kids that at least knows that's been through this that can say, don't don't waste your time with that that's a feature you don't need this is something i really wish i had sort of thing so whether it's like yourself and sarah or whether it's my sarah. own or anything like that like just need to go yeah. sort of with someone or at least just sit down with them and show them what we've been looking at 
and then just get some pointers from them. Emmy's been doing a bit of research on YouTube because obviously there's loads of stuff on YouTube about it all. Um, but again, it's like mixed opinions because she found a, uh, what what is classed as like a travel posture. That this woman this woman was saying it's great like it it folds down super small light compact and it's still compatible with zero to six months six to nine and it'll go a bit I don't know the seat get bigger or something uh, but it co- it covers the early spectrum of of a baby till yep. it's like one or something um, but then she found another review where this guy literally had it just a bit more raw. And it was just like, yeah, it's great, but it's a bit rickety because it is a travel thing. The the obviously everything's slightly thinner, and yeah. and, and it was like it went from being like that seems to be like the cheapest. No, sorry, not the cheapest, but it seems to be the best of both because obviously we do need to travel in the first couple of years as well. Yeah, it seems to be the best of both worlds for using it as a main push yet as well as a travel push yet. We got both. You so know. then went. And and this that I think that's the route we're gonna to have to go down because when she saw this other review, it was like, yeah, it's not an everydayer. Like as a travel thing, it's great because it does sandwich down and you yeah. can literally put it in the hold because it's tiny, but it's not an everyday because it's super rickety and it's like, super rickety. And, and then so you go, it's little stuff, mate, where you're like going field. to the shop and you're hanging stuff off it because you use the yeah like the hooks and bits like that. You load your shopping in, like it just yeah, you need something. Yeah. Stable. yeah, so 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 that's a minefield that would just slowly dip in a toe in the water with just to kind of get ahead around it. But you need to you need to keep tabs on this for me. Is when <laughs> when does Emmy turn? Because what happens is they they get to a point where it's price insensitive. Um, <laughs> and I use the word insensitive because it hurts mm. uh, you uh, predominantly. It'll hurt you both, but it'll hurt her after the fact. She'll love it until it goes actually that thing only lasts four weeks mm. or that thing only lasts three months so that is going to happen I feel like I've got lower in my chair by the way the, <laughs> the, the microphone is just slipped down <laughs> there we go so what else is going on push chair shopping so and then so yeah so the, the other thing really is just an observation I had um um, again it's not really my field but like we obviously had to look at and get a few maternity clothes like the maternity they're damn section, ugly clothes, women, man. yeah, they're ugly as shit. Yeah, and they're obviously tiny range because <laughs> Mother Care just said, "No, I'm not a sponsor." <laughs> <laughs> but no, and this wasn't in Mother Care. We were looking at this, so this was in well recovered. So we, so, <laughs> 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 um, this was in uh, it was something like Zara or yeah. another high street place, that, uh, women's clothing place that has has a maternity section which is like smaller than the men's section so for anyone that knows uh, Zara's men's section most of the time is like a corner yeah <laughs> and the maternity is like a slither of that so so, how's so Emmy, what's Emmy doing on that now because I remember Zara like she ended up being like online shopping ordering loads of stuff and returning majority of it because it's really hard to judge your size when you're pregnant mm-hmm. like what's Emmy doing it now she, she's dabbling in a few different things she's got a few maternity bits they're not the greatest but it the hard I get understandably the hardest thing about it is you're bridging a gap because you're only going to get bigger every week every month yeah so it's like you, she, <laughs> I know like, that feeling <laughs> <laughs> you buy something now so, but you know you're going to get twice as big yep. very quickly so it's like you need to upsize but then it doesn't fit right now so it's like that weird you either chase your size and spend more or you kind of bridge the gap and then feel shit at the moment because you've, you're not wearing the right things Or, but yeah she, 
just a lot of leggings right now. Well, like spending more. How are you guys think about like budget? You know how like how much this baby's going to cost you? Um, I think it'd be a really good I'm, show in the future to like. I'm, I'm aware. Go and do some I'm research. And be like, what's your what's your expectations? I'm, it's just I've not really got any. I don't want to. I'm probably not really trying to think about it that much. But where I am thinking about it is more just on the sense of I know I'm going to need some things and it's going to cost me. Mm-hmm. But I just want to make sure, one, it's going to last as long as possible. I know it's not going to last forever, but that's why I'm saying I want to get, if I, if possible, to get like a push chair system that is adaptable for them up to one, maybe a bit more. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know what the, like, you've, you've had push chairs. When do they, when they get to like one, or it's like a weight thing, isn't it? So it's like when they get to a certain weight, do you then have to upscale to a, a big boy push chair? Yeah, what we ended up with um, is the brand was Cassato. Okay, that's the brand. Mm. And it was that three piece function thing, which is like the Moses basket. And then yep. you get the little car seat y looking thing that then does clip onto a car seat that you have in reverse. The kid can't face the front at that point yep. in time. And then the third attachment is the. Well, the thing that looks like a normal push chair that like a two year old sits in. I would say you probably get a couple of years. We, I think we've got 18 months out of our Casado, mm. to be honest. Yeah, I think we did. I think the most expensive thing for us wasn't... The push show was expensive, but we've got loads of run out of it. Um, yeah. And uh, the resale value of them is terrible. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what did, uh, like, did you resell it? What did, did, you, what did yeah, you do we, with it? We did. I think it cost us like 400 quid. We ended up selling it for like 80. Wow. So yeah. someone got an absolute bargain. Yeah, I think what it is as well, it's like with mums, again, I'm, th- I'm, throwing, I'm throwing it over there. Like, I think... Uh, to be honest, I there's, uh, take that back is I I wouldn't have wanted a second hand mm. push chair for my kid, newborn. I want it new and fresh. You just do. Mm. You'd rather you'd rather just fork it out. Because second hand yeah. push chair is weird. To be honest, yeah. even even if even when you say four hundred pound or eighty pounds second hand, I uh, again me me personally as well. It's like some some things you feel like I would never buy uh, a second hand pair of trainers. Exactly. Yeah. Aren't you selling a pair of trainers right now? On eBay? I am. I am selling trainers on eBay, but I would never buy it myself. You know what yep. I mean? Like, like, I think that's weird because yep. this is like with most with most clothes. I've had hand me down clothes before. Um, it's alright if you know the guy that's handing you down. As yeah, well. that's a different story. Yeah, but, I think- but to to have some random kid, and especially with babies as well, like they just leak. You know what I mean? That's so- what I'm saying. They they genuinely just leak, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, the second hand push share thing didn't work, and the from the hand me down thing, I guess I guess you're praying that you have a boy. We got loads of clothes put aside for you. Well, that that would be a, a bonus. Um, but yeah. you used to take the piss out of me when you rocked up in. You did. Don't try and hold I'm straight not, face. Hey, you, I'm not. I can't wait to get his Louis Vuittons and Ralph Lauren. <laughs> I never had Louis Vuitton. <laughs> he did have Ralph Lauren because there's an outlet store at Bista Village. Uh, so, that, but that, the price you were paying for that was still probably twice the price of any standard. I don't know. Again, I've not no, really price checked. At least. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at least. But the, the least price double. of that, and it's the weird thing that mums want, they want, like, Sarah wanted a photo of all three boys. To, and because then I was in shape, I could shop at the Ralph Lauren kids shop because I was so fucking small. Uh, so we all got matching Ralph Lauren <laughs> t-shirts. It cost us like eight pound for me and seven pound, six pound for them. See, the the interesting thing is, Sara switched turn and has never fucking turned back. Yeah. <laughs> like Sara, Sara gives me, or clearly is very 
um, and potentially yourself. Does she, first of all, does she dress you or do you dress yourself? Uh, she does she advise you? Yeah. So in, uh, in she a hundred percent has probably eighty five percent influence mm. on what is in my wardrobe now. So so she's pretty switched on when it comes to style and fact. Like like brands aside the kids have always looked great and, and quite fashionable and trendy so she's obviously got an eye for looking good fashion wise I have terrible fashion sense so uh, not in the sense that I don't want to start pushing new trends because yep. I'm not willing to commit to new looks and new wardrobes over time I, I'm just just jeans and tees but that's what it up. is it's, it's like a hobby for her mm. because for her to dress and she, she dresses well but she has more leeway with the kids. Do you know what I mean? It's like her her outlet of trendiness and new stuff, mm. and she can buy way more stuff for the kids more cheaply than she can for yeah. herself. She, like you say to answer your question, she's literally sent me back upstairs to get changed mm. before. You can't wear those. You can't wear that together. And, and really. I also think from from their point of view as well, it's 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 a little person you get to dress, and yeah. and the fact that they're boys as well is obviously a, a nice change for her because she gets to dress herself all the time anyway. But yep. to have a little little. Two little boys, yeah. dress them up. And, and, and to make what, them match and stuff is, is cool. But. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, that's where it really ramped up. <laughs> it's like, when we had one, it was like, cool, yeah, it looks good. She was into this whole it's twinning like daddy thing. daddy can't match with, with the kid. But she's got this whole twinning thing going on and bits like that. So it's like, like sometimes I've literally, all three of us look the bloody same. I think we look ridiculous. And everyone around us says, hey, it's so cute, blah, blah, blah. And Sarah loves that. She, I, I think she just loves being a little bit controlling of me and she uses that as an excuse. But, See, See, with that concept of twinning, yep. so uh, uh, twinning is whether when they look, when the child is dressed the same as the adult yep. or, yeah, cool. So is it cute because you're matching or is it cute because the child looks like the grown up? Because if two grown ass men <laughs> were wearing the same <laughs> thing, you. you'd look like a pair of knobs. But, <laughs> but like to see a, a, a small child dressed like an adult, because it's, because if the child was on their own, it'd be like, oh, they're just smart. But then it's like, oh, he looks like that grown man. I think it's, it's just like, more it's like about... It's like seeing a, a mini man running around. I think it's just about the relationship. I mm. think it's like... I think it's more daddy's of a boy. daddy's boy, mm. like mommy's girl, whatever. I think it's like the fact that... I think it's less around what they look like now. It's the fact that they've consciously gone, cool, son, you just like... Because like, mm. th- like, the way I see it is when I see it, it's like, cool, that kid's super proud because he looks like his dad. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm. like for me, it's like when my boys dress like me, I can tell there's a degree of aspiration in their eyes. It's like, I love you. I want to be like you. And now we dress the same. I'm closer to being like you. In a really weird mm. way, that's what I see going in, in the kid's head. It's like... But you realize that your wife dressed them. A hundred percent. Like, she, she's the as puppeteer. As, yeah. She's the puppeteer behind the whole damn thing. hundred percent. Do your kids ever want to wear um, full-on Spider-Man, Batman, Superman hero costumes? My kid fucking rocks up every other day randomly at points that they make no sense <laughs> dressed either like the Hulk which is Reggie he's three years yeah. old um, he genuinely thinks the Hulk promise you what happened the other day is he literally asked mummy why is daddy stronger than me I'm the Hulk literally what he said believes he's the Hulk uh, and the other one Riley uh, Incredibles <laughs> he's got an Incredibles onesie mm-hmm. uh, and he'll just literally like three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday will just strip off disappear and then randomly from behind the couch, <laughs> an incredible with a bit. That's the stuff that goes on. Yeah, hundred percent. Wow, they love it. Yeah. So the the, uh, the clothing thing for me, I'm just like Emmy. Emmy's got a bit of a fashion sense about her. I'll just fucking sling anything on. Really, 
So she's she's gonna have kind of free reign on the kid. You're gonna do twinning. What it looks like. I probably will do twinning. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna fake that one. I'm probably will. But it means that my fashion sense is gonna step up a notch. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because the kid's not gonna slum it down in daddy's jeans and tees. So. But to the point that, like, you know, that like Sara and like, she got busy with work here. Uh, but she she got t-shirts printed and like mm. that had mum and like prints and all that good stuff. It's like she's she's into the twinning thing. I think she wanted to do. Where that. do we buy those? Uh, well, weirdly, actually, so I was like, oh, we've had so, uh, three people email, and I've only just set inbox in like a month, and they said the shop's down. <laughs> I forgot to repay the subscription to the Shopify. And I was like, you're not bloody doing it, so it's just cloak. <laughs> so I need to get that back online. Um, uh, and then, so that's kids fashion I look forward to diving into that one more little baby mum already bought um, little booty things for the baby and things like that and a onesie that was cute uh, it's weird as well because obviously we just told her and then like two days later we got this onesie this is way back when we just told everyone and it was like obviously the scan seeing the scan was one thing and then seeing this actual onesie was like <gasps> oh my god there you go but then you might switch not M <laughs> looking at you right now oh, if, you, yeah probably you might switch I'll be the big softy um, but then but obviously the biggest challenge I'm going to face with all of this is I've already got a child it's got four legs it goes by the name of Frank but one of the biggest challenges we're going to have is because he's my world and I'm his world you should see you're cupping him I, as if he's here <laughs> I know because last night and, and many nights he'll jump on the sofa with us and he'll obviously he's, he's just chilling between us I'll flip him on his back hold him rub his belly and he'll look me in the eyes and say daddy <laughs> never stop <laughs> um, but thinking ahead I know that that's and this is something we're already working on that's why we're making him sleep in his bed as opposed to in our house because we've had a three-way spoon before with the dog and it's a little French bulldog as well and yet he takes up all the space um, so we're really taking steps to get him used to one not being in, in the kitchen when we're having dinner two he's in bed when we're asleep instead of in our bed um, but it's gonna be hard and we'll probably need to stop kind of swaddling him now because as soon, if we resentment when we, kick when we turn bring it off, a kid Resentment will kick in straight away. Yeah, not, and and we won't turn it off because we will treat. We'll try no, and treat the it same. Was, but if the, it was like overnight, if it was it's, picking it, him up and rubbing his belly every night, and then baby arrives and you don't have time to do that, yeah, he'll be pissed. And off. it's not even necessarily that we don't do it with him. It's the fact that one of us is doing it with the baby because he's an only child right now. Mm-hmm. So to bring something else home that's going to get attention, like he already gets a little bit jealous and feels left out when I hug my wife so we'll stand there in the kitchen and hug and then yeah. he'll be like what's going on and then start jumping up because he wants to be part of it so we need to try and curb that so that's kind of a that's during this whole thing is something that we're addressing at the moment which is um, which is interesting obviously you've got a dog but you've got the dog after the kids and I think I think the dog naturally fits in to that situation better but we've We've got but the dog first. The dog's a rescue as well. I had a dog so. first, mate. Remember I had Junior? Oh, yeah, flipping it. I had Junior when that. Riley was born. Mm. So so Riley came back to a cot um, and then Junior was sniffing around. Uh, and then probably four months later, we ended up finding him another home, which was painful. But that was less around the baby, to be honest. That was around work. Mm, just, you- start, just started a new business. Mm. Just had a baby. Dog was getting none of the attention. 
all the walks that you need to do as a responsible dog owner. So for me at that point, it was... Yeah, he, he just wasn't getting the, the attention that he needed and deserved, really. Exactly. So uh, bloody hard decision. But I always, I've always, you know me, I've always had dogs around. We've, mm. we've had loads of dogs as, as growing up. So I always wanted a dog. And I actually didn't resurface the conversation. Sara did. Um, and we ended up getting Arla Cockapoo. And he settled in amazingly well. So we did like loads of research in terms of like dog nature and what we mm. like and what, what's a good fit. Completely with the understanding of... If at any point we do not feel safe with that dog around our kids, the dog goes straight away. Mm. That was the agreement that we made. Yeah, see, interestingly, we are probably going to say that we're never going to get rid of Frank because because he's a rescue dog that we yep. rehomed. It, we would. I don't think never's an option. I don't know. But, I know. I'm saying. But I I'd rather. I'd rather just not even have to look at the bridge. <laughs> if we if we don't have no, to, exactly. so. I think the like the best thing for you is to never put yourself in a position where there could yeah. be a problem. And, and the thing is, we know him. Yeah. We know him. We know he's boisterous. We know he has no respect for people that he jumps on top of and things like that. So it's down to it. I think if if something anything of any type was to happen, whether the dog ran into the kid or anything like that, that will have been our fault because we we dropped the ball in not being alert of the scenario that we're, we're creating so yeah that's just for us to be on top of so before we wrap up adam i had a note because you had a a brainwave or or a, a, a <laughs> light bulb moment earlier uh today so um, i thought about dropping some new stuff on the show mm. okay so randomly i look forward to these podcasts as you know randomly throughout my week with kids <clears throat> Like stuff happens and I'm like, oh, that'd make a great little snippet for the, I just want to share this. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing I'll probably do more of is, like, I'll share some of the stuff that goes on in my world in terms of like, I've got kids that are fucking drive me mental and I love them to bits. Three and five, share some of that madness. There's also some like top tips, which I think we should get onto the mic. So the, I spoiled Would today. Would you call them pop tips? Don't go there, mate. Don't just lower the tone of the show. Uh, <laughs> So what I'm going to do randomly is, as I think about these, I'm going to record them. So it might cause you pain because you might have to drop them in mm. editing-wise. Sounds like work. A little bit. <laughs> uh, but I got, off the, I got off FaceTime with one of my boys earlier. Mm-hmm. And he was talking for a good 45 seconds. Top tip. Let me, re- let me do that, redo that H. Don't edit this out. Pop tip number one. <laughs> Just because you have no fucking clue what your kid is saying does not make you a bad dad. <laughs> <laughs> Because my wife See, can translate it like perfectly word for word. Okay. For me, I literally wait, wait for Sara to translate and then carry on the conversation with my child. See, and we'll try not to dive into it now, but like that is something that I have always thought is like, obviously you little, little kids speak and things like that and, you, and they'll speak to you that like, I've spoken to one and they've spoken to me. Like even your little boys have said things before when they were younger. <laughs> when the fuck did he learn Arabic? And, I, and, I, and I'm like, and I look, you know, like, someone said something to you and you kind of just let it and you're thinking ah, he says something maybe if I just play it backwards and <laughs> yeah like how do, when does like are you hearing the same thing I'm hearing or do you get used to what they're saying because obviously like, they're look, learning the language yes. I understand all that but like do you understand do you understand that 
do you learn their gibberish as they learn yes. your English? Sort yes, of thing? and then you meet in the middle, mm. uh, and then Sara meets in the middle much quicker. She understands it much quicker because uh, she's just around mm. them more. And that's when you repeat. That's when you repeat what you think they say, in, and then that's how we hear the back. And then that's how the that's how the, fe- that's how the feedback loop yeah, goes. Yeah. Uh, but the amount of times like my kids say something to me, and I'm just <laughs> absolutely clueless. <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah's like, answer him. I'm like, what? What the fuck? I didn't know there was a question. Did you understand that? And she's like, what? Of course, he he asked if you could watch Spider-Man with you in the morning at six. And I'm Mm. like, okay. You know when she says that though? You're like, oh, he did say that. No, maybe one word, maybe. Mm. Uh, 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 A stretch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, 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 no. I'm not 100%. Um, So, pop tip number one is it does not make you a bad dad when you don't understand what you could say, even if your wife does. Like it. And on that note, we shall wrap it up there, guys. If you have any questions or any pop tips, you can send them in to dadknowsbest at nbs.fm. Thanks for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. (laughs) 